Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here, and you're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So great to have you join me, and hopefully today there'll be some, uh, maybe some information that can help you on your quest to become an exceptional sales letter, and in the process help your team to maximize and unleash the potential that you know they have uh, on their quest to be exceptional as well, driving those ex- uh, sustainable and replicable results in your particular business. First day of winter, first day of the month of June, today being Thursday the 1st of June. So uh, great to have you on board. And a uh, quick reminder, if you haven't subscribed to the show, please press subscribe. And uh, while you're doing that, if you can please uh, rate the show as well. And if there's some people in your sphere of influence who you think might benefit from listening to some Australian dude from the Macedon Rangers rattling on about sales and sales leadership, then uh, please feel free to share this with them as well. So in today's episode, I want to talk about failure. And uh, a lot of people people have, a lot of different people have different interpretation as to what failure is. And I want to talk today from the context of failure is a necessary ingredient in order for us to be successful in sales and particularly as sales leaders. Now, if there's one thing I have learned working in sales for over 20 years, uh, and I continue to be staggered by this actually, the number of sales managers and teams that frown upon failure. And sometimes this comes from senior leaders within the organization as well, that they have people almost uh, beside themselves with fear, trying to avoid the inevitable. And that is the inevitable mistakes, the inevitable failures, because of the possible consequences that may be coming their way if they don't win the deal they say they're going to win. Or maybe that somebody was blindsided or the customer decides to cancel a contract or doesn't go your way. It's just fascinating to watch that this happens all the time. And in working with uh, sales leaders and and sales teams over the last eight years now in a pretty much a full-time capacity as a facilitator, trainer, a coach and a mentor, it's uh, nothing much has changed. It's, it's, It's just fascinating. I was talking to a group yesterday about this. The pressure to hit the number is all-consuming. And within the sales environment, the expectation to effectively convert every opportunity is unrelenting because of the forensic investigation if we fail. Um, And it's more about, unfortunately, apportioning blame, not necessarily learning about how to improve. And when we look at this and we talk about this, that is not the recipe for exceptional performance. And I look at my own experiences across a couple of organizations, both as an individual salesperson, but also as a sales leader. The amount of focus uh, by people who perhaps are not necessarily as well-connected to the customer or well-connected to the situation or the environment find it very easy to, I guess, throw the grenades, the metaphorical grenades, of course, over the fence and fire the really deep penetrating questions, the why questions, the condescending questions, the discriminatory questions, effectively trying to figure out why we didn't win the business and who was to blame for why we didn't win the business. Now, very, very easy, and we always talk about it's very easy to to throw stones from the top of the balcony, or when you're in the grandstands, it's very hard to pass judgment to the people who are playing on the field. Completely different when you're actually in the field. And it's the leaders who can understand that it is not as always as easy as perhaps they think it is or not as logical as perhaps they would like it to be 
that there's going to be mistakes made. And the only way we can develop, not as not just as an individual, but as a team and ultimately as a business, is we work out ways that things don't work. And today in particular, I was talking to a group about resilience and we were talking about this exact same topic that winning feels fantastic. All the things going your way is just awesome. And when that happens, then certainly embrace the moment. But when you look back and you think about the lessons that you learn, they don't necessarily come from all the things that went well. Most of the lessons, and let's be honest, sometimes these are harsh lessons, come from the mistakes that are made and the quote-unquote failure. So particularly from a selling, a selling perspective, and I think more and more sales leaders need to have a bit more courage when it comes to communicating not just with their team and setting the right expectations, but also most importantly, communicating upwards. And in some cases, challenging the thinking processes, but also challenging specifically the language and the behavior that some senior leaders tend to demonstrate when things don't go necessarily according to plan. And this is difficult. This is this is hard. And this is why often I keep, and I'll keep saying it, that leadership is not necessarily for everybody, but leadership does come with responsibility. And as a leader, we are responsible for doing the right thing, not thinking about how do I get things right. And there's a big, big difference. So in today's episode, I want to talk about, and just as a sales leader, just start thinking about and doing some more reflection around you know, how how much am I encouraging my sales team to burst beyond their comfort zone? How often am I encouraging them to sit down and really think about the things that are not working, the things that are not going according to plan, but most specifically around that, sitting down and reflecting on what are the key lessons that are coming out of that so that we can actually get better and move forward? Because I would much prefer progress over perfection and Whilst people would love to get the perfect results and get the number one club and meet targets every single month, every single quarter, and every single year, but the brutal fact is that not everybody is going to do that. And as a sales leader, what sort of environment do we create and what sort of behavior do we demonstrate and what kind of conversations do we have with people who are not necessarily reaching their target? Now, there's another complete topic here, and that is performance management and correcting performance, which I'm not going to be talking about today. And so there are conversations that as leaders we need to have when people are taking the P1SS and really just dragging the chain. And these are the conversations you need to have. But what we're talking about today is people who are invested, and but for whatever reason, they're not in a position to achieve what they're ultimately set out to achieve. And so there's going to be disappointment. There's going to be mistakes made, and there's going to be failures experienced. And here's the thing. In sales in particular, it is not a straight road, and it's certainly not a downhill road. Uh, Success, uh, whether it be in sales, whether it be in sport, whether it be in business entertainment, in any facet you want to consider, success is uphill. And it's also just the journey, really. It's not the destination. But there's going to be lots and lots of obstacles. There's going to be lots of challenges. And dare I say it, there's going to be lots of detours as well, which means that as sales leaders, we need to be tested. We need to know we're going to be tested, but also our team needs to know that they're going to be tested as well and that they will experience failure. The difference will be the exceptional sales leaders embrace failure for the lessons it can teach and they lean into it knowing that it is actually an essential ingredient to sales success. Now, I keep referring a lot to John Maxwell, not just in, in this podcast, but also in conversation I'm having and certainly workshops I'm running. And, and he actually wrote a book that was called uh, Sometimes You Win and Sometimes You Learn. Now, a lot of people look at sales in particular and think, well, it's almost dichotomous. You either win or you lose. Well, our approach, and certainly John Maxwell's approach, is we either win or we learn. 
because uh, failure really by definition is only, in, certainly in sales, the only way you can fail is if you give up because at the end of the day, irrespective of what you might be thinking and irrespective of what people might be telling you, and sometimes this is your own organization, there is a plethora, there is an abundance of customers, clients, potential customers, potential clients out there. So as long as you can get really, really dialed into the problem that you solve and the solution that's going to be unique and what makes you unique is often not your product or your service and it's certainly not the features of the said product or service often is going to be you as the key differentiator. As long as you can stay in the game and as long as you can keep moving forward and learning from the things that don't necessarily work, eventually you're actually going to get to a position where you'll achieve a level of success by whatever definition you want to allocate to that success. And so when you really sit down and think about this, there are so many senior leaders out there that want to win almost at all costs. And if we don't win, it's almost considered to be a failure. Now, we are talking here, and when we're talking about elite performance and exceptional performance, we're talking about very, very high standards and certainly high expectations that come along with that. And for many people, not winning is almost considered to be a failure. And I, and I get that because people don't like necessarily losing. But it's about what lessons can we take from these quote-unquote failures that will make or break us and what will then uh, often determine what happens next and how far we're going to progress or whether we are going to progress or whether we're going to be plateauing and potentially moving backwards. Because in every, in every situation, whether it be in a, in a sporting analogy or in a business analogy, there are going to be winners and there are going to be losers. And that's just a fact of life. But it's what we allocate meaning to and what losing actually means as to whether it's going to be a catastrophic failure or whether it's going to be a mistake or whether it's going to be a learning opportunity that can create a platform from which we can launch and potentially make progress to achieving even greater success. So in nature, and there's so many great lessons in nature, in nature there is a definitive law and it is a universal law known as the law of polarity. And the law of polarity states that everything has and opposite night and day good and evil yes and no and this is especially true in sales where we will not convert every single prospect and we will win some deals and we will lose some deals it is the lesson we take from the losses which are the failures or the mistakes that will ultimately establish the platform from which to launch into the next deal into the next opportunity into the next uh, experience and so this is why i always ask sales leaders and particularly their teams when i'm working with them either in a group session or often one-on-one, I'll ask them, uh, and, it, and sometimes it's a question that then, well, they're not asked because very rarely do people ask them this question because I think, well, this is just a weakness type question. We don't, we don't think about losses and think about failure, but it's a very, very interesting question to ask for a number of reasons. And so I ask sales leaders all the time, um, what has been their biggest failure or their biggest mistake for the week or for the month? Now, many people look at me really weirdly and say, why are you asking me how many mistakes I made? And I say, I'm asking you this for a very, very specific reason. And I also know that not many people, if any people, are actually asking them these sort of questions as well. So I would be doing them a disservice, certainly as a coach or as a mentor, if I didn't start to paint the picture of, you know what, not everything is rosy. Yes, you can have a positive outlook and yes, you can have a glass half full type of approach. But the fact, of the, the fact of the matter is, and the harsh reality is, you're not going to be able to win absolutely everything because the law of polarity states this. So the specific reason why I'm asking this is because if there's been no failure or no mistakes made, I know that one of two things has happened. One, 
the sales leader and the sales team have caught lightning in a bottle and everything has just landed in their lap. Now, this sometimes happens, but it is extremely rare. And when it does happen, by all means, take that, embrace it, run with it, and use it up for all it's worth. But it is not something you can build a sustainable career on, and it's certainly not something you can become exceptional at or rely upon to become exceptional at. So number one, you have caught lightning in the bottle. Or number two, the sales leader and the sales team have not been extending themselves enough beyond their comfort zone. And this is more likely the scenario. So if people are not being making mistakes, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, what sort of discretionary effort have they been bringing to the table? Have they been pushing their boundary? Have they been demonstrating levels of courage? Have they been building their resilience muscles? Have they been asking the right questions? Because if not getting pushback, if they're not experiencing some form of quote-unquote failure, then they're probably not pushing the boundaries enough. Now, we know that if you go to the gym, the reason you go to the gym is to build strength, and for many people, it's to build muscle mass. And to do that, you need to actually break down your muscles in order for them to grow. And to do that, you've got to go beyond your comfort zone, which means if you've never lifted weights before, you're going to have to start lifting weights. Now, if you've been lifting a certain uh, amount of weight for a period of time, in order for you to make any progress, you've got to actually start, start lifting weights that you've never lifted before. And for many people, that is a bit of a challenge because they're very, very comfortable. So this happens all the time, not just in sales. So we all live in a comfort zone. Our challenge as sales leaders is to try and encourage, sometimes implore, sometimes push our sales teams to get beyond our comfort zone. And that is into what we call the learning zone. And I often share the story of the of the eagle and the eaglets and what happens when the eaglets are ready to fly. The, the female mother or the mother eagle will actually literally push the eaglet out of the nest and so it forces the eaglet to start to fly or at least start to learn how to fly but it's very very unfamiliar because they've been used to very very comfortable surroundings they've hadn't haven't had to do anything they've been fair they haven't had to do a single thing just to be there because they've always always been taken care of but the moment they're forced out of their comfort zone they have a choice they either will actually start to flap their wings furiously and the fascinating thing about this is the mother eagle will actually swoop down. If they feel as if the eaglet is struggling, they'll swoop down and go underneath the eaglet so that it can safely land on its back. And then the mother eagle will take the eaglet back up to the nest and allow it a little bit of time to recuperate, probably gather its breath and recover before the mother eagle pushes it out again. And they do this over and over and over again. And why? Because they're teaching the eaglet how to fly. That is mother nature. They are pushing the eaglet out of their comfort zone. And so what we should be thinking about as sales leaders is pushing our team outside of our comfort zone or outside of their comfort zone. So pushing them into the learning zone. Now this presupposes that we know where the barriers are going to be and where the boundaries potentially are going to be because there is one other zone that we need to be really conscious of, which is known as the terror zone. So if you push somebody too far out of the comfort zone to the point where they bypass the learning zone and hit a boundary condition into what's many known as the abyss or the terror zone, that can cause some damage. So you do have to use your discretion, but as a sales leader, it's about looking for the attributes that your team has, looking for where you think they can improve, looking for some of the behaviors and the characteristics they have been showing, but also thinking about the potential and where you think they might be able to extend themselves that perhaps they're not right now and giving them a gentle little nudge. Because if I are doing that, I know there's going to be mistakes made. The other thing about this is creating an environment where it's okay 
to get the knees grazed. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to not know how to fly because they know the sales letter is going to be there to swoop them up, pick them up, and put them back in the nest to try again. So many, many people will tell you as we wrap up this particular episode, many people are going to tell you that sales is a numbers game, and this is true. However, we can improve the numbers if we can embrace the necessary ingredient that failure and mistakes is an essential ingredient to success. Now, as long as we can learn from failure and continue to implement tried and tested strategies and learn from these mistakes, the results will turn and success will be achieved. It just cannot be achieved without experiencing failure. So as we approach the end of this week and as we begin the brand new month, instead of pressuring your team to deliver exceptional results and instead of instead of accepting your senior leaders just casting aspersions or placing all these unrealistic expectations upon you and your team to deliver exceptional results, how about we start challenging them to step further outside of their comfort zone and allow them to experience failure. You may just find that the lesson in that failure and the lesson in the mistakes that are made will be significantly more than any success that you might achieve. Now, does this take courage? Absolutely. Does this take fortitude? Absolutely. Does this take persistence and resilience? 100%. But I know that if you can do that and if you can withstand any pressure that might be coming to you and if you can have the courage to have the conversation and stand firm, remembering who it is that you need to be, pointing to the episode we did earlier in this week, that I know that your team's gonna make progress and in the process, you'll actually be starting to become more and more of an exceptional sales leader. So as we wrap up this episode, remember this, that failure is a necessary ingredient to success. So I trust this message makes sense. I trust this message hits you with the right intention. And I trust this message also finds you at exactly the right time for you to hear it. So if that is the case, love to hear from you. Please take the time to write some comments. Uh, send, me, uh, send me an email, darren at darrenmitchell.com.au. Tell me what resonated with this particular episode. Tell me any other topics you'd like to hear me talk about. And uh, again, if there's, a, if there's something I can help you with, love to have a conversation about potentially helping you become an exceptional sales leader. So simply go to leadwithdarren.com. Jump on there. That's my calendar. Love to have a conversation with you and see how I may be able to help you and also your team. So very much look forward to that conversation. As always, thank you very much for plugging into the podcast and look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.